What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Reality TV Happy Hour. My name is Jordan Parhar, and today we are back talking about Big Brother Canada 5 live on a Wednesday night on RobHasWebsite.com with some good friends of mine. First is a man who uh, now knows that Arissa Cox is not Big Brother. It's Brent Walgamont, ladies and gentlemen. Brent, how are you? That's right. Like I told you people, Arista Cox and I have a final two. She admitted it on Twitter, and I am there for it. Yeah, and, and, and for the people uh, who, are, who weren't on Twitter today, Arissa uh, tweeted Brent and said, uh, Brent, hey, just I love you, but just so you know, I'm not production, so don't come at me with, with, with these uh, these. She didn't complaints. say it like that. Uh, it was, that's kind of what Arissa was saying. And I yeah, was like, yeah, thank yeah, you. I was, yeah. I was like, okay, good. Thank you, Arissa. We've cleared the air. So now Brent knows. Riss is not production. So yeah, she's not. she's not Big Brother. She's Big Sister. Don't you know, Brent? Yes, yes. Final two still on. Yes, yes. yes. Exactly. And now Brent knows. And uh, joining us today, our alumni guest is a man who, uh, you know, I, I've I, I've announced that I'm retiring from the podcast, but I will admit I am going to miss having this guy on the podcast uh, every season. He's so fun to talk to. One of my favorite guests of all time. And I'm so glad he made some time for us today. Give it up for Godfrey Manguiza, the lady. Please, ladies and gentlemen, Godfrey, Ooh. how are you? What's up, everybody? How are you guys doing? We're good, Godfrey. How are you, man? How have you, how have you been? It's uh, been a while since we had you on the Ooh. podcast. Not bad, the usual. Just keeping, you know, keeping up with Big Brother, trying to see how the vets are doing this season. <laughs> not, not too pleased, but hey, there's still hope, you know, like – it, it's all up to Ica or Kev. There's still hope. There's still hope. There is still hope. Uh, just to set things up for you guys, we are live on robinswebsite.com. We've got the chat room going. If you want to check that out, it's on the show page. You can go to chatwing.com slash happy hour for that. We're taking your questions uh, throughout the show. So if you want to send those in, you can tweet me. I am at Jordan Parhar. Make sure you use hashtag we're happy hour. We will get into those later on in the show. And just to let you guys know, we are going to start by recapping the episode. We will get into the live feeds uh, a little later on. Uh, so I guess, yeah, let's just jump in and talk about this episode here. So, uh, Godfrey, uh, I guess the big thing here is uh, Dimitri wins the power of veto once again, saves himself again. Mm-hmm. This guy is an absolute monster. Uh, how do you feel about Dimitri and his game so far? Oh, I- I've been a fan of Dimitri. Like as soon as he walked in that house, you know, like I just saw something in him. I'm like, you know what? I think this kid can actually go the distance and win. And it just so turns out he's been a calm beast. And socially, he hasn't done too bad. I kind of feel like Aika, as much as she has helped his game, now that it's coming down to the end, she could also hurt his game really badly. But overall, I've been impressed with Dimitri. You know, like I, I can't say the same about <laughs> the other vets in jury. So he's done pretty good. <laughs> well, well, Godfrey, we might as well, now you've brought it up, let, let's talk about it. Uh, I mean, big theme of this season is the vets have uh, turned on themselves. They're all sitting in jury right now. Perhaps we, you know, Ooh. it looks like now we're going and Ika's on the block going into tomorrow. Uh, she yeah. could be joining them. How do you feel about uh, about this season in terms of 
the vets and their gameplay. Like oh, just from boy. your perspective, this must be hard for you to watch because you, you could you could have been one of these vets and instead you're sitting at it home is. and you're seeing these people vote themselves out. So so talk to me about these vets and just your take on them as a whole, Godfrey. Like it's just incredible, man. Like I I feel like they almost like these vets got post traumatic stress disorder from their past season. They haven't quite gotten over that because they came in and they literally played the exact same way with the exception of a few, like Cindy really switched it up. And even though she ultimately got voted out, it was really not her doing as much, but overall, I just feel like everybody's game has been a mirror image of what they did in their own season. It's almost like when they got the call, they were like, you know what? They calling me. Must My game must have been really good. I got to do the same thing. And it's like, no, they're probably calling you because you did bad. And they want you to redeem yourself. Like, we're not asking for an anchor. This is a second chance. Not the comeback season. Like, it's a second chance. So, like, honestly, like, I'm really disappointed because it's an embarrassment. Like, I don't mean to be harsh. The only good thing is at least they've now written the blueprint for any future vets who may come back, now we know what not to do, you know? So, like, you can't really blame them. Like, it's never been done before. It's not like they've ever gone back to the game and gotten a chance to play it. But still, I'm, I'm just disappointed, you know? Like you said, it almost seems like a squandered opportunity. Like, you got a chance to do it again. And only one so far, only two have done better than they did the original season, you know? So... Yeah, not not too impressed. Well, well, let, let's talk about these two first. Uh, Ika, I mean, Ika has really turned things around from the first time she played this game. Godfrey, you're really good friends with Ika in real life. So, uh, just how how do you think Ika is has done up to this point, and what do you think Ika needs to do to save herself? Do you like this approach? that Ika is taking in the diary room where she was saying, Jackie is done. I'm going to annihilate her and kill her. She's going, she's been a little explosive <laughs> this week. So what do you think of that approach that Ika's taking? Yeah. So, so what do you, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what that is. That's a, cl- go ahead, Godfrey. Sorry about that. That is a classic case of blockitis. When you've been on the block that many times, I was on the block five times and you kind of start getting delusions of grandeur where you have survived so many evictions and you start thinking you can really do anything. And I just feel like Aika right now, she's trying to hype herself up. You know, she's trying to literally tell herself what she knows might not be the truth, but if she says it enough times, then maybe Jackie really is going home. But I think deep down inside, she knows like the fat lady singing right now. It's, it's going downhill. As far as a game goes, I've been really, really happy with how Aika's played a game. Like she's done a complete 180 from when she first played, she's done. I coached her and warned her to do if you get a chance to go back inside. The only thing I'd say, though, is, like, you almost saw it coming, you know? Like, she was just going at such a high pace. Played a game so hard from week one, and it's like she was bound to crash and burn eventually, you know? Like, very few people can do that. Even if you look at all the great winners, they started out slow, and towards the end, they dominated. But it's really rare to see somebody be the queen of the house all the way up until the end. So I almost kind of saw it coming. And I just hope she can pull something off this week. You know, like, I don't even know what advice I could give her. Because I feel like she's already burnt some bridges. Like, just watching the episode tonight, ripping Jackie. I'm like, you do know Jackie could be one of the few votes you need, right? And the half-assed apology to Karen. 
I'm like, that could have been her opportunity to really say, Karen, oh my God, I didn't even know I was hurting you. I'm so sorry. I'm devastated. I want to do anything to make it up. Like really like, you know, like suck up to her because these are the people who are going to be able to keep you. And I feel like, yeah, I, watching the episode tonight, it was like she was just digging a hole right there. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it, it, she's, she's exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that the uh, like Jack, the funny thing was Jackie tries to jump in, and Jackie's like, "Oh, so it's okay to be vicious, uh, you know, to to me, but it's not." To she did bring it upon herself. Yeah, it's like okay, Jackie, just like this isn't your conversation. Just just back off a little bit. Like let Ika do her thing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of asking for. It. Don't poke the bear. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it is it is interesting. I mean, Ika on the little previous episode was trying to play it off like oh i'm gonna explode and uh you know try to uh you know help dimitri this is strategy this isn't straight i mean i don't think this is strategy right godfrey this is just like a it's uh, insanity (laughs) what kind of strategy that is no right right yeah i mean she's she's plucked she's gone a little stir crazy that's fine it happens when you're in the house but it's bound to happen uh at some point or another it would Uh, only make sense jordan and uh, brett it would only make sense if she actually wanted me to stay and if she was really looking out for him and was saying you know what i'm gonna make myself the bigger target so they take me out and they don't take my poor little boy toy out but then I hear her saying, oh, Dimitri, you wouldn't use the veto on me. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you were willing to ruin your whole game so that you're a bigger target. But now you want him to use the veto on yourself. So it's not making sense. Maybe she's bad, like she's having this whole battle in her own mind. Like, oh, should I, should I save myself? Who knows? But something just didn't make sense today. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was interesting. Dre, I mean, Dre's really gone back and forth a lot. We've seen on these episodes, you know, for the past, you know, couple of episodes, she's yeah. been going on saying, you know, I want to get rid of the vets. Let's get rid of all of them. I'm against Ika. Ika sucks. Blah, 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 blah. And then the episode comes on and then Ika's really upset. She confides in Dre. She cries to Dre. Dre then yeah. Dre says in the diary room, she's like, hey, you know, I just seeing Ika cry. I feel bad. I want to help yeah, her out. She's getting emotional her. now. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, I want to, I want to save her, and I want to go to the end with with Ika. And then she comes up with this plan, saying, "Look, Ika, Dimitri has to be a gentleman. He has to save you with this veto. He's got to use it on you and not himself. He's got to be a good, you know, a good boyfriend or a good showman." Which is just completely asinine and ridiculous. It's like, how do you expect? I mean, it's really insulting. Foolish. Yeah, that Dre, it's that, insulting his intelligence. It is insulting his intelligence. It's like you really think that Dimitri is going to consider it. And, and it seemed like they really. This was a storyline in the episode a lot tonight. Was that oh, you know, maybe Dre Dimitri is going to and, use the veto? But it's like I, I don't really think yeah, that was unless ever he a lost his mind. Unless he lost that his was mind, never a possibility. Never really a possibility. And, and Brent, can you back this up just based on yes. Like this, this wasn't a consideration at all from Dimitri's. No, it wasn't a consideration. It wasn't even a consideration from Ika's point of view until Dre started talking to her. And then Ika got a little bit butthurt that Dimitri never even really floated the possibility for a second. Like, I think what Ika wanted was for Dimitri's to say, well, maybe I should use the veto on you. What do you think? <laughs> For her to say, no, 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 please don't do that. And then him go ahead and use she the She wanted the himself. offer. Eh? Just to yeah, she wanted face, the yeah. offer 
Exactly. He didn't even he didn't even put that out there. So she kind of got a little pissed about that. I can't even believe that the show spent so much time on this because this plan was so stupid from the beginning. As I said on the roundtable on Sunday, Dre and William mm. both thought they had an ingenious plan here. They really overestimate their abilities as players in the game to actually get somebody like Demetrius, who's that big of a target, to use the veto on somebody else when he's on the block. So I couldn't believe that they spent time on this. Yeah, I wish they would have spent more time on the fact that Jackie was the replacement nominee because there were things, and it, again, my feed was cutting out tonight for the show, but there were things in the episode yeah. that were not in the episode that I felt like were should have been included insofar as why Jackie ultimately ended up on the block. Yeah, I mean, from the episode we saw tonight, uh, we didn't really see any reasoning for Jackie to go on the block. Basically, all we saw was Karen talking in the third person, going up to Kevin, <laughs> yeah. saying, Karen has to go talk to Ke- that Kevin Robert Martin to get Ke- Karen off of oh, Yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, is, is Rob I was like, I was like, is AJ taking over your DRs for a second here? Like, why are you speaking in the third person? Uh, <laughs> but uh, for whatever reason, Karen does this. She goes to Kevin. Kevin, it, Kevin just seems to buy it. And that's it. There's no discussion. It's just we didn't see anything from Jackie's perspective. We didn't yeah. see Jackie campaigning. We didn't see Kevin's thought process. So, Brent, can you just fill us in? Like, what? Why? What was the thinking in terms of Kevin putting up Jackie over Karen here? Well, uh, two things. One, he's done a lot of work with Ke- with Karen in the past. Uh, I guess it is, uh, you know, four days or so. Bruno did a lot of work with Karen uh, coming out of last week, trying to uh, repair the relationship between Kevin and oh. Karen. Um, I don't really buy it. I really feel like that they're, you know, obviously you can tell from the diary rooms that Karen's really not fond of Kevin all that much. But yeah. the thing that happened with Jackie with, that sent her onto the block is that the day of the veto competition, and then it was revealed the day after that this happened, Jackie told Dimitris that basically he was the target and that he needed to win the veto. Good luck. Oh. And Kevin had never specified a target. In fact, Kevin, when he made these initial nominees, he really wanted Ica to go and for Dimitris to stay because then Dimitris would be closer to him. And Ica even said that right before Kevin made his nominees. uh, Ica said, you know, if I leave the house, I'm going to make sure that Dimitris works with you so that you guys can stay in the house longer you guys need each other add to that to the fact that the show didn't show it but kevin actually threw the veto tonight he did not actually go all out for it he knew those car parts and everything about the car front back and sideways if he wanted to win that veto tonight i think he could have won it um the fact that he threw it he just wanted to make sure he landed in the middle of the pack somewhere and that uh, he i don't think he knew that not too any further damage yeah exactly he didn't want to win hoh and veto because that really is the kiss of death. I actually support Kevin on this, especially if he wants yeah. Demetrius to stay in the house. There's no reason for him to win veto here and draw any more attention to himself. Yeah, that's interesting because on the episode, it seemed like from the DRs we saw, Kevin didn't express that he was throwing it. Kevin said, "He's like, oh, I thought I knew the, this better than than I do." And then you know, he did. He, and but but he didn't. Yeah, so he did. It, it's odd that that they might have just cut that part. Although yeah. they like to make him look like the strategist, so I don't know why they would. I don't. Yeah, right. Like, why wouldn't yeah, they show absolutely? That? I, they would have milked that if anything. I, I agree, Godfrey. Right? Like that would have just made sense. So I, I don't know what the what and what happened there. Something's lost in translation. We'll have to ask Kevin after the season what what was going on there. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, so that's uh, why Jackie went on the block. That Jackie is why Jackie was on the block. Yeah. 
Got it. Jackie basically made Kevin look like an ass in front of Demetrius because, you know, if, 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 and this is after, this came out after Demetrius had already won the veto and everybody knows he's staying. So oh. Kevin knows Demetrius is staying in the house for another week. And now Demetrius has been told by one house guest that he was actually his target. So Jeez. that was why he was so upset with Demetrius. It's almost like Jackie was trying to gain some favor from Demetrius just to say, see, I'm giving you a little information now that she knows he's staying. Right. Yeah, and then uh, it's blown in her, up in her face, kind of like how uh, this whole game has gone for Jackie, really. Everywhere she goes, she's just uh, falling. Uh, Carnage. Yeah, she's stepping on a landmine. You know, no matter where she goes, she just I think she just needs to, like, chill she she needs to do the like she needs to one up you Godfrey. She's just got to sleep like tw- like from what you did the first yeah. like couple weeks. She's just got to sleep for the next couple weeks. But I, I, I don't think up. that's even gonna work for Jackie, man. Like, <laughs> Probably uh, not. Probably not, man. Like because totally. yeah. What, is there anything like what would you if you could give Jackie some advice, Godfrey? Here oh. in this moment, what, like what would you say to her? I mean, she's got to survive this. If, if that's like, if she survives this eviction. Here's the thing with Jackie. Like, I almost feel like she's been playing not even for second place. I feel like she's been playing for third place, you know, <laughs> which is really groundbreaking in Big Brother. Usually people try to play for second. But, like, here's the thing with her. At first, I was really paying – I gave her game no respect at all because I was like, come on, you haven't won anything. You haven't done anything. You haven't even been – nobody has seen you as a target. Now, at the same time – that does say something about her game, the fact that nobody really wants to get her out. But the only thing that I think hurts her is too many people are playing that same type of game as Jackie is. And too many people are doing it better than her. If she was the only person this season who was laying low, who was going on the block week after week and not even being considered for eviction, I'd be like, you know what? That's pretty impressive. But right now you have William who arguably is doing the same thing. Karen's doing the same thing. And freaking, what's his name, is doing the same thing. Dylan's even doing the same thing right now. (laughs) Not only are they doing the same thing as you are, Jackie, they're actually avoiding going on the block. The game look worse. The only way it could have helped her is if she was able to get all those people out. So she's the only one who's playing the middle. But there's so many middle players... And like I said, the other middle players are playing it better than she is right now. They have better relationships, and they are not expendable. Dre's not expendable at this point. Yeah, that's but true. Jackie, she kind of is. Yeah, and I almost feel like if Jackie went home this week, nobody's game would be devastated. When I played the middle, if I went home, some people's game could have collapsed because they were depending on me. So that's the only thing I feel like Jackie has done really. She, she's yeah. like at this well, that's point the thing. she needs to do something yeah yeah that's i mean the thing. jackie's not dependable i mean she spills tea to everybody depending on who's in power every week and look there are a lot of people that do that there are a lot of people that float from power to power you know obviously if your enemy wins power you want mm-hmm. to try to go have a conversation with them and at least try to exactly. off the block but she does it in such an overt way where it's not even it's there's no as i said last night or two nights ago there's no subtlety to her game yeah they so transparent there's no there's no subtlety to her game there's no nuance to her game it's just you're you're trying to save your own skin here and we know what you're doing you're selling off the people who were your friends last week how do i have any guarantee that you're not going to sell me out 
next week when I'm not in power anymore. And, and she also gets really brave. As Absolutely. I, as Ica pointed out, she gets really brave when other people are on the block. Like she didn't talk this way to Ica when Ica was in power or when Ica wasn't even. But considered. now she's on the big set. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And everybody, it's not just that Ica, everybody else sees that too. They see how she acts and how she was all nice with Ica and make calling a truce last week. And then all of a sudden, the minute Kevin gets power, Jackie completely disowns Ica and won't even talk to her. It's, it's, it's just a bad look. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Jackie. Mm. Poor Jackie. Well, we'll, we'll have to see where, uh, where the votes lie tomorrow. And we'll talk about uh, that in uh, the live feed portion, which I think we'll get to pretty quick here. Uh, I guess really the only thing we, we have to talk about from the episode is there was this huge party, Godfrey, uh, where Dylan is like kissing everybody, which I thought oh, was boy. I thought that, I thought <laughs> that was Dylan, great. Man. I wouldn't kiss him. I, I actually thought that, you know oh, what? That Dylan... kiss from William and Karen is the most action he's gotten all season. <laughs> Poor guy. Godfrey, it's kind of like you on our season. <laughs> kind of like yeah but i remember we would have the party we had, there was there was one party and their feeds were down and i remember godfrey was just like if all their girls were kissing each other everyone's doing this and godfrey was just like man like why can't i get in on this i'm we just both, sitting in the we corner both, man i'm like tag we were, me in jordan yeah we, well, we were both looking at each other we we're like what are we doing wrong yeah <laughs> so good like should we make out with each other like what's going on here man yeah <laughs> i'm trying to get some girl action man yeah so, no uh, I sympathize with Dylan, man. Like I know that it, it can be tough, man. <laughs> so so funny. I I really I did I did enjoy Emily's that. Emily's gone. He's yeah. Emily's gone. Karen's his only option at this point. Um, oh, Dre too. <laughs> yeah, Dre. What's available? Yeah, he had that. He had that kiss with Dre during the uh, yes last night. Yeah, has right. that has that carried oh, over at all? That. Like oh yeah. yeah so, no, they had, ahead, kiss for a while. they had to kiss. They had the big brother gave them a task. Each one of them had to do these dares and they had, they pulled chips out of the bag to see who, who had oh. to do what. And Dylan and Dre had to kiss for like 24 seconds or something yeah, like that. That's a long time. Yeah, exactly. Should have been course, some tongue in there or something. Ever since then, he's been a little bit touchy feely with Dre and he, they really do have a good relationship where they talk a lot of game and strategy um, oh. I would say he's still closer to Karen, but Dre is probably his number two. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'm, I'm really, I wanted to say this really quickly about Jackie too. The other thing that Jackie has ha- she that she has is nobody because everybody else in the house has somebody fighting for them in some way or another. And going into a triple yeah. emission, like let's just say that she survives this. Let's say Ika goes home, Jackie survives. Jackie is easy to put up on the block in a triple eviction and. Who the hell is going to so vote to easy. save her? Who is going to vote to save her? Who is going to use their one vote to You're save right. on Jackie? <laughs> so I really <laughs> think save, yeah, Jackie. one way or another, she's done on Thursday night. Well, well, let's let's talk about this just from the, the the people in the house right now in terms of the vote. Godfrey, does it make sense to keep someone like Jackie around if we look at it from that perspective? Or you know, you mentioned there's all these people in the middle right now. Does it make sense for those middle people who are trying to get one of those final two slots? They want to be one of those people that is taken to the end uh, at, at, at the final three. Yep. Does it make sense for those people like your Williams, like your Dre's, like your Dylan's to vote out Jackie? in this spot now and keep a threat like Ica in the game, or does it make more sense? Do you think for those guys 
to turn on Ika and to vote her out and keep Jackie around. You're talking in terms of the triple tomorrow or go. I'm talking in terms of, I'm talking, I'm talking about just the initial eviction. So just Ika versus Jackie. Oh, the initial eviction. Yes. So does it make sense? Honestly, like for me, I think the way what makes the most sense at this point is to keep Ika. Cause you know, that triple, like you want to have three spots on that seat, you know, (laughs) if Ika goes now, you only got two spots. And one spot for Dimitris. The other spot is open for any one of those people. But with Ica staying, if almost any newbie wins that triple eviction, HOH, they are putting Ica and Dimitri and Kevin on the block. Yeah. So for the other newbies, they're safe. And if Ica win, if Kevin cannot win, so Kevin, no matter what happens tomorrow, he's sitting on the triple eviction. Like he, <laughs> he has oh, to yeah. win veto. His game is done. Yeah, so don't even talk about Kevin. But for Demetrius, Demetrius could win HOH. And if Ica stays, who is he putting on the block? So like it's a like it's a kind of it's a toss-up. But for me, honestly, if I was one of those newbies, I'd feel much safer going into the triple with Ica and Demetrius and Kevin all there. Because I know that there is no way in hell if I'm sitting next to any one of those people that I'm going home. So if one of them goes off, you know there's two threats on and you stay. But there's... if Ica's gone and Demetrius wins HOH, it's Kevin and it's you and one other newbie. So like there's, you know, there's more uncertainty there as opposed to having three big threats. No, that, that makes them that, that definitely makes sense. It's just interesting be, just seeing where they're coming from because they don't necessarily know uh, that tomorrow is a triple. I think they've been they've, have they been speculating, Brett, yes. that it's a double or an or, or well, well. strong speculation, though, just thinking, like a little hunch that maybe they've been thinking it, they, they know that a double's coming either this week or next week. They know that for certain, but they also know that there's not enough time left to get everybody out of the house. So they think that, is there two doubles? Is there going to be an instant eviction? And an instant. Oh. And they did bring up a triple and they threw shade on it and said, oh, well, that was terrible the first time they did it. Oh, people you know, always do that. <laughs> yeah, why would they do it again? Of course, so they're going to be really shocked. And by the way, I'll remind Godfrey, I'm sure he doesn't need to be reminded, but Kevin was the outgoing H the first time around, Kevin was the outgoing H going into the triple. The last time, he couldn't win. Are you H- kidding H- me? No way. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, remember? Yeah, got, yeah last time when he went Jesus. home, Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so this time he's the outgoing H. Oh, yeah, he had just sent home Bobby. I remember. Yeah, he sent oh, home Bobby, boy. and then he was so happy, and then he went right out the door, You, were, <laughs> which is for Kevin. Same like, thing happened again. To win. Yeah, Kevin needs to win that. He needs I to will win say that veto, or else it's over. Yeah. I will say this though that cool. um, in in, in you know, JP you were asking about like you know well, what are the options as far as the vote goes as yeah. as of these nominees I think most people at this point once the once Jackie is named the replacement nominee expect Ika to go home the argument for mm-hmm. evicting Jackie is really twofold one obviously you keep a bigger target in the house in Ika and maybe you don't have to go on the block but two. Jackie is really, really, really good when it comes to all the days and the events and what happened first and last. She has studied all of that front, back, and sideways. Remember, she was the one that had the the illegal she is, cheat eh? sheet. She had the cheat sheet made of pasta that I could smashed that I could destroyed. Right. <laughs> so Jackie, seriously, about that she has been Jedi drilling with anybody who will do it with her. 
uh, Bruno and Kevin for a while, obviously, when they were together, and then she disowned them and went to other people. But she is, she is a formidable opponent for many of these competitions coming down the stretch. So if you want to – if you want to, thing you mentioned, too, is she's not trustworthy. So right, if you're exactly. sitting in there, like what good is it to keep somebody down to final three or final two or whatever – if you have no guarantee that they'd even consider taking you, because right now nobody knows where her head is at. Exactly. Nobody knows who she plans on going the distance with. Is it Aika? Is it, she just kissed Aika today. Who knows who it is? Right. So that's one thing. If I was in the house, I'd be so paranoid having somebody like Jackie just occupying space in there. And Jordan, you know this, like there's so much paranoia when you don't know what somebody's going to do, when you mm-hmm. have no clue. And I heard certain people in my season who I had no clue what they were going to do. Like one, I won't mention, but hey, like, <laughs> and you were just stressed out thinking about it, going like, why are they so difficult to understand? You know, like right. it's always better to have somebody who you have somewhat of an idea of if they'll take you or not. And Jackie right now, I don't know if she's doing it on purpose or maybe she doesn't know what she's going to do. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, like it's really it's she, really twofold. The problem with Jackie is that she's so desperate. I saw somebody say in the in the chat room say this earlier and it was exactly my thoughts. She's so desperate to be a part of any alliance that she will say Anyone. anything to be a part of that alliance. But in doing spill so all the beans. Right. She shows the new alliance that she's willing to spill the beans, and that makes her untrustworthy in their eyes. Plus, as Godfrey points out, Nobody really knows what she would do if she actually did win HOH. And if it's a question and answer competition tomorrow, as it was the first time around that you guys had a triple, I would not bet against her to win. And I have no idea what her nominees would look like. Yeah, I, I think it, for, Me yeah, for sure. I think you can definitely sleep a lot easier, like you're saying, Godfrey, knowing being able to read what someone's going to do. But when, yeah, you have a wild card like that, um, it is it, it's super difficult to uh, play the game with the person who's who's playing with a different deck of cards. It's just uh, you know, I, I, you just want to get rid of those people as soon as possible. I, I think at least if I if I'm in there, that's what I want to do. Um, uh, Godfrey, I want to ask you this. What is the key? We've got the triple eviction coming tomorrow. There's lots yeah. of discussion about is a triple eviction fair? Is it not? Oh. All this stuff. As somebody who's gone through a triple and triples, living through man. it. So. Slim the numbers down. <laughs> so what is the – do first, do you think it's the triple eviction, do you think that's a fair twist, A, and B, what is the key – to surviving a triple eviction, or is there any key? Is it just luck? Well, aside from when nature waits. <laughs> and, you know, like, well, like to the first part of your question, I think a triple is absolutely fair, you know? Like, I'd rather have a quadruple. Heck, have a five-person eviction, you know? <laughs> like, if you're in that house, you want people leaving out the door, and the faster, the better. So, honestly, for me, the key to winning the triple, it all boils down to one thing. You not being a threat going forward. Like as long as you can convince people, and it's not just about not being a threat. Actually, I said that the wrong way. The key is not about not being a threat because a lot of people think that that's the key. Or as long as I'm not threatening, the key to surviving the triple is don't be expendable. You have to have everybody in the house convinced that you are a key part of their game going forward. As long as they think they can use you. And so you can be a threat, but if you're also an asset to somebody's game, they will want to keep you. 
And I really think that, that that's how I managed not to go home on the triple. Because there's a lot of people who were not necessarily threats who actually went home. Willow wasn't considered a big threat, but she went home. Peely was sitting there about to go home, and she wasn't even considered a big threat. But it's that people knew that her staying was bad for their game because they they didn't – she was not part of their team. So, I like, you like- just got to be not expendable. And that this is the time. It's the same with the double. Nobody's going to send you home if they think they can still use you down the road. They don't have to trust you. They just have to think that they can use you, that they can kind of manipulate you or drag you through or that they you're in the alliance. So I think that's really the key. Just well, if you're expendable, I feel like people, they're not going to care if you go home. They're going to be like, whatever. I feel like that Jackie is the Willow in this situation because Willow... She's too expendable at this yeah, point. Yeah. Willow on your season, like, you know, Brittany didn't she certainly didn't dislike willow but she didn't really know where she her head was at. exactly yeah she was not sure about what she was going to do like mm-hmm. whose side are you on and if you know at least if literally you know, the exact thing she yeah. said to justify it was i had no idea what you were going to offer to me going down the road yeah i feel like that's even worse sometimes than the devil you know you know it's always the devil you don't know it's like you don't know what the hell somebody's gonna do at least somebody who you know what they're gonna do you can combat mm-hmm. that or you can talk logically with them and explain something but somebody who's off in their Absolutely. own world it, it, it just it's a bit of a question mark yeah people don't like uncertainty there's still a chance to reason with somebody that you know but somebody right. you don't like you said you can't yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, Godfrey. I think that's the key. And like you, you know, like you laid out, I mean, that's something you did on our season. I and I it's a tough thing to do, especially yeah, at this point. It's a tough game. thing to do. Yeah. And that I don't know if anybody I mean, Brent, is has anybody really lived up to that criteria that Godfrey just laid out in terms of surviving the triple, or do you think pretty much anybody could be going walking out the door tomorrow? Uh tomorrow I feel like the, going into the end of the episode, the person who's done the best and making sure that they're not expendable or making sure that yeah making sure they're not expendable is dre she has you know relationships with mm-hmm. william she has relationships with ika and Demetrius. she doesn't have relationships with dylan there are all these people in the house that are connected to dre she's like the epicenter of everything so if she went on the block i i first of all no, i don't believe that she, she would, she would block, not go somehow, on yeah I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. But if she did, I do believe there would be people who would say, no, 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 I can't lose that piece of my game. So I feel like that she's done the best mm-hmm. according to that criteria. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I'd say Dre, absolutely. A- everybody else, it's it's really fair game, you know. William to some extent, but yeah, he hasn't really assisted people's game in any, like, you guys watch soccer, right? You know, and you see the guys like, you know, as good of a player as you are, whether you're Cristiano Ronaldo or you're Messi, you need that player who gives you the assist, you know? Like, you need a Suarez. You need, like, a <laughs> Wayne Rooney to give you that assist. Not really assisting right. anything in the game, you know? Well, well, not I, too, um, Dre, I would... like, she's giving some assists. Right. She is. You know, the person who's kind of played a little bit badly, and I'm not trying to throw shade on him because I know he's friends with both of you guys, but, you know, the only person that Kevin really has in the house is William. And that's because William is infatuated with Kevin. Uh, So, I mean, Rob pointed out on Monday's show that the only thing that Kevin has been able to really do to build bonds with people on both of his seasons is like his, use his sexuality. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, do I'm you tell you, man, like he, he has had to dig through the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> right. To find ways. And I, hey, I agree with you, man. Like Kevin's my boy. Kevin's my boy. But honestly, I've said it so many times that a lot of people think he's been playing better this season because he's outlasted his previous position. And given that he survived the triple, he could continue to outlast. But I think his game this time around, it has definitely downgraded. And I the agree. reason I say this I agree. is that last season, my season, Kevin was a beast. He was in a power alliance, and he was not the main target in the power alliance. He had so many people around him. He just had a huge group. He had a huge crew in the house. And this season, I heard him. Had Kevin gone in there without Bruno and without Cindy, I think he would have just slayed the entire season. I almost feel like having two people from his season, having two allies he could readily confide in and he could trust automatically kind of hurt him because he didn't have that thirst to go out in the field and make more relationships. He kind of felt like, hey, man, I already got Bruno. I already have Cindy. Why? You know, why go out there and scramble? He had two people that he trusted. And I feel like that really hurt him. And I feel like that didn't just hurt him. That also hurt Bruno. Because if you notice, it's better in getting more alliances in there. And neither did Cindy, you know. So I feel like having the three people, it was a gift. But it was also a curse. Because, like, you just didn't feel the urgency to build more relationships and expand from that. Yeah. And like I probably would have felt victim to the same thing if I went in there with you and Jordan. <laughs> I'd be like, wait a minute, why am I going out there looking for more people? I already have a crew right here going on. So that really like that kind of screwed him. Yeah, right? that's Take that's a yeah, no, I, I, I think that's that's a really good, strong perspective, Godfrey. I don't think we've heard that all season, but I think that totally makes sense. And it's correct. I think Kevin walked, you're right. Kevin walked in. He was like, okay, uh, this is what I've got. And I think, you know, Brent, he's tried to reach out to some people, but he's, he, uh, do, I, I don't know. Well, like, do you, what do you yeah. think? Just based on what you've seen from feeds, do you buy what Godfrey's selling here? No, I feel like, I mean, I don't totally buy it because although he did it, I feel like he was in a stronger position in Big Brother Canada 3 and he was a beast, but he was still a little bit shifty. People never really trusted him and they could never feel like, they never really felt like they got an honest answer out of him. I mean, people in his in his alliance liked him, but everybody like like Zach and Ashley and Peely, yes. But everybody else was like, yeah, I don't know about this guy. He's a little shifty. This season, that's been the whole thing. It's always been like him and Bruno in the hot tub talking. Every damn time you go out there and see Bruno and I'd Kevin in the hot tub talking. I'd screaming at the screen going like, Bruno, get out of there. Why are you <laughs> stuck with really, Kevin? Like he's, well, I do feel like that Bruno is like, leave Kevin alone. Man. He has, Bruno has hurt Kevin's game, I feel like, more than anything because what he did last week, I, I already bitched about it on Monday's podcast, but all of the help that Bruno gave Kevin going into nominations, yeah. that was all for if somebody else won HOH. It, was, it had nothing to do with it. With Kevin totally mistook what Bruno was trying to do to set him up. And uh, I, I, it's, it's so, again, you have to – Look at this from the perspective of last week when mm-hmm. Karen was going after Kevin and just cussing at him and swearing at him and how much she hates him. Oh, yeah. Kevin has decided. In the hot tub, yeah. Kevin became HOH, and he decided, I want to keep this lady around. I want to keep her around <laughs> knowing that she hates me. You know, that, that is what is incredulous to me about this week. 
Yeah, I, I uh, as soon as he won, I was like, oh, great, Karen's going up. Uh, what do you right. think? You know, like, yeah, I you mean, played alongside Kevin in what, what was the alliance? You know, the fortress. Yes, you the guys, fortress. The fortress, baby. Yes. Take us inside Kevin's head. Like, I want to see, like, what do you think right now he's trying to do? Like, what's his end game? Oh, man. I, I think Kevin is. I think he's just kind of lost Godfrey, to be honest. I think he's just, he's in a spot where he kind of got, he's, I think he really put all of his eggs into the, the six basket. He thought, okay, I can ride with these guys. This will take me to the end. He wanted to keep Gary around. He had a good relationship with him, but he let him go because he was like, no, it's not worth it. I, I'm, I'm going to roll. Because with that's these guys. what the six wanted. And the yes. weird part about that is that Kevin yeah. wanted to keep Gary. Ica wanted to keep Gary and Dimitri's wanted to keep Gary. Like there are three people within that six person alliance that wanted to keep Gary, yeah. but the big voices of Bruno and Neto won out that time. So you think about how much oh. the game changes if Dre goes home and Gary and stays. Gary stays. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. So I, I think, but just, yeah, going back to his game, I think, you know, I think he's done, he's improved in a lot of areas. I think he stayed the same in some other areas. Like Brent is saying the, the shiftiness for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. People just are, are just are because Kevin's, I guess a little awkward. They think, Oh, he's up to something. He's, he's scheming. He's plotting. I have to get rid of him, but he's, he's not. His he's, gears are turning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, people are just taking that the wrong way. I think if they really knew Kevin for who he was, he just genuinely, you know, he's, he's not doing that. He's just trying to get to know people on a personal level and we also got to remember he's a poker player he might be just conditioned to have that neutral look which is not really giving away too much emotion and just more like a relaxed whereas you have the opposite of him someone like Aika she wears everything on her face and I feel like that's why she might have come across as trusted in most situations because they were like we can tell where Aika's head is at Right, exactly. And I think that's and I think that might be, play a part in it as well. So, I don't know in terms of his pl- uh, plan for the end game. I mean, <laughs> I think he's probably just thinking, uh, oh. I just need to win. That's all he yeah, needs to do. That's scared. all he can do. <laughs> yeah, he's scared shitless right now. Like he has no path. I mean, his path is just like one more day. That's what his path is right yeah, now. Yeah. Inconceivable so, path to victory. Yeah. No, it, it's going to be a tough road, but you Stranger know what? things have happened, you Str- know. You cannot count anybody out. You really can't. Had Dimitri's week one had no path to victory. Well, think about it this he, way, though. He's in there. If, if he survives the triple, let's just, I mean, because if, if, if uh, well, we know Dimitri's staying. So let's assume that, that uh, Dimitri's and Kevin can, can get on the same page here. If he, Kevin can avoid the block or if he wins the veto, he's all of a sudden to the final five and he gets to play in the HOH. So if he can Absolutely. make it through Thursday night, he has an amazing shot to take it home. And don't forget, don't forget, William will probably still be there. Yes, and William yes. can play for HOH yes. tomorrow. And the William will not five play. Yeah. With at least one person yeah. who he can somewhat trust. So, like, it all comes down to him surviving tomorrow. If he can survive tomorrow, then all of a sudden now he has a path to victory. But if he does not win the veto, it's over. It's game All right. Over. Yeah, it's it's going to be a wild night. The I death know. of the veterans. Yeah, P- Peely has been texting Last me. All week. Yeah, Peely's been texting me all week saying, "I'm I'm scared. I'm nervous. I just want Thursday to get here." And it's the same for me. I'm just like, ah, I just want to know at this point. Uh, I, I I I I hope he can win that veto. Oh, or William wins at Hoh, but it, it's really going to be a tough path for him to get through that triple. Uh, all right, we've got a lot of people in the chat saying, "Let's get to live feeds." 
uh, because a lot of stuff has been going on, apparently, uh, even since we've uh, started this podcast. So uh, we are going to jump into live feed spoilers. So if you do not want to know uh, what's been happening on the feeds, if you do not want to know definitively, and it's not really definitively at this point because things have been going back and forth so much. But if you do not want to know, uh, you know, any clues as to who is going home tomorrow, Ika or Jackie, we will bid you farewell. Thank you for joining us. And we will be live tomorrow night after the triple eviction on the West Coast So not on the East Coast after the West Coast airing uh, of the triple eviction episode. All right, before we move forward, we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. A spoiler warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. Uh, All right, let's just jump into live feed spoilers. Brent, tell me what's going on at this current moment, based on what you've been able to see with all of this this craziness. Does it look like Ike is staying or is Ike going? At the moment, and let me just tell you that coming into this podcast, I was a little downtrodden because uh, it looked like Ike was going, but it looks like Ike is staying, and it looks like it's pretty solid what? at this point. Yes. I, I know. No, get, man, we first, get the fuck out. We, we first God, started the podcast. Get the hell out of here. In the pre-show, I told uh, Godfrey I'm like, you know, uh, that Ike's going and how she screwed up her game from my perspective. Yeah. And all throughout this podcast, I've been watching the feeds. People have been keeping me updated in the chat room, and it looks like she's, she's staying. So I can set wow. it up how it happened and how we got to the point that she even was staying in the first place, if you want. Yeah, so, so Brent, please walk us through the story of this week. What, uh, what happened? Pick it up from after the nominations. How did it? So it looked like you said from the people in the house, they thought initially Ika was going to go home and Jackie was going to stay. Then it flipped, and then now it's kind of flipped back again, and it's right. So I'm going to try to get to the most important things because there are a lot of extraneous things that happened, and let's just get to the most just important things. Just get to the Yeah, cut right. to the chase. So the main thing that happened that started the whole ball rolling was Ika decided to have a heart-to-heart with Dre. And as you saw from tonight's episode, Dre, like other people in the Big Brother game, responds very well to a heartfelt conversation. She lets her emotions get in the way of what maybe her position in the game should be. So once Ika had a conversation with her and said, you know, look, I just want you to know you're my homegirl. You know, I love you. I, everything in the time in the game, I've tried to protect you. It's always been you, me, and Dimitris. But I want you to know this. If we go to the final two, I'm cutting Dimitris, and I'm taking you to the end. And you want to know why? Because my homegirls at home would never let me live it down if I had a chance to take another woman of color to the final two. And she also intimated that <laughs> – the, and you'll love this, Godfrey. She intimated, and I, I don't believe that she thinks this is true, but she's using this to try to get Dre's vote because she knows it's iffy at this point. She told Dre, you know, remember Godfrey, remember Gary, neither one of them won when they got to the final two. Basically saying to Dre that it needs to be two people of color at the end in order yeah. for one of them to win. And after this conversation, Dre was sold. She was like, I, I don't know about she the rest of the house. sold on that. Right. She's like, she's going to vote to keep Ike at this point. So then Karen and Dylan get wind of this. Now, you have to keep in mind that Demetrius is a massive threat to win HOH. They don't know that a triple's coming. They don't know yeah. that it's question and answer. They just know he's won five competitions. So they're very scared of him winning HOH again. He, and we know he's staying because he has the veto. So even if they want to, ev- to evict Ike, meaning 
William, Karen, and Dylan. They don't want it to be a three to two vote with them being the cause of Ica going home oh. because then Demetrius will take out his wrath on those people. They don't want Dre to take the easy way out. They want it to be four to one to evict Ica or no game. They're not going to do it. So now Karen and Dylan they are wanted on the board. unanimous. Oh, okay. Right. Now there's some there's some other things that happened, like uh, you know, <clears throat> Ike and Demetrius made a sort of a fake final four with Dylan and Karen and or Dylan and Dre at one point, but that's not important. The, the important part is that's where things stand. William eventually got on board. Ika had one bad talk with William, then she had one good talk with William, and that's where we stood coming into today. So it was gonna be five to zero to evict Jackie. Ika has this conversation today where she needs to solidify William's vote and everything was fine. She's saying that it's good. You know, she exposes to William that uh, with Kevin's blessing that she made a deal with Kevin, that she's not going to put Kevin on the block because William is not self-interested, Godfrey. He is obsessed. (laughs) Exactly. He's worried about his sweet baboo. He's worried about Kevin. So he wants to make sure that Ika or Demetrius isn't going to put Kevin and by extension him on the block and Ike has a great conversation with him where she yeah. says, you know, I, I made a deal with Kevin. I'm not going to do that. I, I know from a game position wise, I need to keep Kevin in the house, but then she talks for like a minute too long. And this is where we came on the show tonight. And she yeah. exposed to William that even though Ike won't put Kevin on the block, Dre will put Kevin on the block, which by the way is true. Oh. That's what Dre has been saying. So William was incredulous. He was like, I can't, I can't believe that. Dre, Dre would never lie to me. And, and Ika was like, well, please don't tell her. And then she went back and told Demetrius, I kind of slipped up. I didn't mean to tell him that. But, you know, what's Jeez. done is done. So as you can imagine, William then went to Dre to confirm this. Dre was incredulous that oh, Ika sold her out in front of William. And Dre was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to vote to evict Ika now. She went to Dylan, tried to get him to vote to evict Ika. And that's where we stood coming into the podcast tonight. So I'm sure you're wondering, well, Brent, how did this turn back around? How is Ika staying? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know because that sounds uh, uh, pretty damning. But go ahead, Brent. Dre talked to Dylan. And the whole time, it was so funny. I was watching it. Dylan kept making Dre turn to him and say, you know, look at me. Because all week long, I'm Dylan, so think of it this way. Dre, I've been talking to you all week long, telling you why should we should evict Ika. And every time you've said, no, 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 Ika's my girl. I can't evict my girl. And now you're coming to me telling me that you want to evict Ika? I don't believe it. He kept making her <laughs> look him in the eyes. Eventually, we, we found out yeah. that... He doesn't believe her, which is incredulous to me. The funny part is Dre's telling the truth, but he doesn't believe her. And then he goes to Karen, and Karen doesn't believe her either. So Karen and Dylan are certain that they are being set up by Dre to be the two in a oh, three-to-two vote. Oh, you see what no. I'm saying? Oh, no. So who then, don't vote for Ica. Oh, Right, exactly. Oh, to be the two... Who try who tried to get out Ica? Oh exactly. Boy. Who failed to get out Ica but tried, who thought they were going to, exactly. Because they feared Dimitri's winning HOH so much. So then and this is where it's a little dicey because I again I've been on the show with you guys and the feed's been going on. But Dylan and Karen have a conversation with Dre for a little bit, but then they talk to William. Dre gets called to the diary room. Eventually Ica's let in on the fact that Dre is now plotting against her. 
and they're thinking it's still a scheme. So Karen and Dylan are solid at this point. At this point, they are solid to keep Ica, and that's all we yeah. need. William is also pissed at Dre because Dre said, I want to confirm it with William that he wasn't making something up. I want to make him swear on his kids, on his grandkids, whatever. Oh, I don't know how he's going to have grandkids. But I want to make him swear on everything that he wasn't just making this up, that this wasn't a ploy of Kevin's. I want to make sure that he was telling me the truth about Ica saying that I would put Kevin on the block. And he's pissed that he is not being believed. So basically, it's so funny because coming into this podcast, Dre was in the best position in the house, and now coming out of it, with her in the diary room and everyone else talking about her, I think she might be the number one target. That's never a good thing. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so interesting development. So now Dre... Uh, is what a, a twist of events. Yeah, right? yeah, that's crazy. So, so do we think? I mean, there's still time. Do we think, Brent, that this could flip back or no? We're now that Dylan and Karen are good. I guess, yeah, Dylan, Karen, Dimitri. That's all they need, right? I could say that's all they need, and I don't believe it's going to flip back. I feel like that some of Dre's duplicitousness has been exposed at this point. The, the hash, the uh, the chat room keeps saying, "I'm here for the hashtag Dre exposed party." I think she's still in the diary room, although I don't have my feeds on, but that's what they said last time I checked. And that's the last time I looked, she was still in the diary room. I, I, I still feel like this is solid. And also William has backtracked a little bit with Dre in the, on their initial conversation. So even Dre at this point doesn't believe that Ika actually said that, even though she actually did. So a big cluster F has actually saved Ika here when her own game should have caused it to become undone. I mean, she should be gone. She's screwed up, and she knows she's screwed up. She should be. The problem is she doesn't know she screwed up that badly. She's not aware of the fact that she screwed up that badly, or at least she wasn't until they came and talked to her about it. Wow. Okay, so so Ika is going to stay. So how do we think – what, what do we think about the outlook for Ika's game moving forward? I mean, this Godfrey, this is amazing. It's actually looking good for Kevin now, like because if Ika stays – it's a little more less likely that Kevin would go home before a big pair like Demetrius and Ica. So they, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Right. I, I do think that it, it certainly could help Kevin here. I, I do. I am curious though, Brent, from what we've seen on feeds, I know Ica, Dimitri, and Kevin made an alliance called the Business Partners, where they're going to keep each other safe for one week. For business. <laughs> yes. Uh, but do we know, like, are Ica and Dimitri sold on that? Or do you think if one of them wins HOH, uh, they're just going to sell Kevin down the river? Uh, no. I, well, I do believe, because ta- Ica was talking to Dimitri, and she was saying that she was going to honor their deal with Kevin. But that was contingent on the fact that William was going to vote to keep her. Now it seems like William is vacillating, but William actually is talking to Dre right now. The chat room has just told me. However, I would like to read this to you. Karen says to Ica, I'm voting to evict Jackie. So is Dylan. So are you talking to Dimitri's. I'm not talking to them anymore. So they were thinking that they were being had. I've always said this, that this whole season, everyone's been worried about being had. Like nobody wants to look like a fool in the big brother house. Absolutely. And so they're sold 100%. I'm hoping, I'm not going to say that nothing can change this because I think certainly things can change it, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident that that, uh, Strike is going to stay. And that, and 
to bed, wake I up do... at two o'clock, close to eviction, and just right? go right in there. Don't <laughs> talk feel... to anybody. I told I could go to sleep at this point. She doesn't need to say anything else because her mouth got her in trouble. Um, I do believe, to answer your question, I do believe that, that, De- that Dimitris, who's the most likely to win HOH, would not nominate Kevin. I, I do think that he would stick to Kevin, you know, uh, the one good thing about Kevin, and I throw, I've thrown some shade on him tonight, but he's very non-emotional about things. Like, he's like, you know, if you stay, stay. If you're good, I'm like, I'm good, guys. You know, it's a game. I don't hold it against you. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't get mad like Ica does. So Demetrius is actually very much like that. And he's a very easygoing guy himself. And I feel like he appreciates that about Kevin. So even though we put him on the block, yeah. he was never mean about it. No. And I feel like if Ica stays Absolutely. with Kevin's help, that he will honor their deal, especially for the triple. Wow. Oh, man. Tomorrow is going to be wild, Godfrey. Uh, it's going to be fireworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be It's going to be. I got to try to get tickets to go to the live show now. Jeez. Yeah, can you – I guess, yeah, you're it's Toronto, best, right? It's yeah. looking good now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of Ika's game then, I mean – uh, first off, it's amazing that Ike and Dimitris both are going to survive this week, especially because you tweeted this. You tweeted this. Dimitris was the guy who who couldn't even. He said, uh, uh, "Insert name on the prompter." Like he couldn't even get his own name. On yeah, that veto. he couldn't even get his own name. <laughs> he couldn't right. even get his own name on that veto. He wins the veto. He he saves himself. Ike is going to be safe now. So I mean, if these, th- I'm just praying that these three get through the triple because if they do. I think I think we can safely say one of these guys is going to win this game, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If the three of them get to the triple, it's almost a done deal. Yeah. So uh, we got. Oh man, I just just, just but they, hoping. One thing to keep in mind is that remember that you know once Jackie's gone, let's assume she's evicted. There's only seven people left in the house at that point. If Ika Dimitris wins Hoh, they're going to have to betray somebody. I mean, there's yes. uh, there's no way around it. And Karen and Dylan think that that uh, yeah. Ike and Demetrius will nominate Kevin and William. Kevin and William are under the impression that they'll go after Karen and Dylan. So, and you notice I never said Dre in any of that. That's how good her game was coming into tonight. So I, I'm still not sure exactly what they would end up doing. I think that last I heard Ika, she said she would put Dylan and Karen on the block, but that was before they came to her rescue tonight. So who knows what will happen tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It's like, who do you save? Like the person who, like, because Kevin did play a heavy hand in making this deal work by giving his blessing. But at the same time, the people actually casting the votes are going to be Dylan and Karen. So it all comes down to who does she think played the greatest hand in keeping her alive that week, you know? And if she thinks it was Karen and Dylan, then, you know, it will go the other way. And if she thinks it was Kevin who really finessed this whole thing, it will go the other way. So I really think this is the time where both parties need to take credit and hammer it home that, hey, I made this happen, not that person. Because sometimes people don't know. You know, They stay, and they have no idea who saved them. <laughs> I remember one time Peely stayed <laughs> that I voted to keep her. Right? Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Well, I, I remember one well, rule in the Big Brother house. This is Big Brother etiquette. If you are saved, you gotta know who voted for you to stay. That's just basic etiquette. 
But I'm telling you, some people, sometimes people don't know. So you got to hammer it down. Well, no, but, I, I, the look, weird thing is, though, go ahead, Brent, go ahead. I just want to say that it's so weird though, because I feel like, I'll, I'll say this, if William doesn't vote to keep Ica, or if she feels like he's a latecomer to the party, like it was going to be mm-hmm. Karen, Dylan, and Dimitris, and then he says, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll vote to keep you now. I feel like at that point, that will not stay their hand. Like, I feel like at that point, because they really want to put William on the block, but they're not doing it because they respect Kevin. And Ica said, okay, you know, we have a final two with Dimitris. You need a ride or die partner too. We won't go after William, even though they really want to, because nobody really likes him. So. Yeah. If he doesn't vote to, if he doesn't have a strong hand in keeping Ica, then I do feel like that they would nominate him. And Drake could even end up on the block tomorrow, depending on how things sort themselves out tonight. All right, uh, Godfrey, you got time for some questions? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, let's let's jump into the questions. Uh, this question comes from Puya Zandvakili. Puya asks, Godfrey, who from this season would you like to get launched? Oh, <laughs> and and if you do not know what that means, uh, go listen to oh, the the uh, three hour podcast that Godfrey and I did uh, last year where we talked about his game and and Godfrey's life. Uh, it was Evicted very good. or in the house the whole oh the whole game from this whole season. game this whole oh, game boy. so this whole season who do you want to get launched Godfrey? Um, honestly, I'd have to say for some reason Jackie. <laughs> Poor cop. Poor Jackie. Oh, no. I wrote the blueprint for the sleeper game for you. You did not execute it well. Jackie, you got to get launched, girl. You got to get oh, launched. No. Oh, no. Poor Jackie getting launched. Uh, that's a- <laughs> And you oh. failed to secure your safety once you're on the block with Ica. That's, that's reason enough to get launched. <laughs> Nobody should be getting evicted sitting next to Ica. So... Yeah, Jackie. 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 By the way. All right. Go ahead, Brent. I I just want to say really quickly that the thing that Ika has done so well um, is bond with Dre on a level where it made Dre feel bad. All of a sudden, when this thing came out, when Ika slipped up and said, Dre is actually the one who's going to target Kevin, it looked to Dre like Ika was selling her out which was the ultimate betrayal in her eyes. So that's why she lost her vote there. Even it's not going to matter in the end. And it may, she may ultimately vote to yeah. keep her. I don't know, but that's why she got so pissed. Because I know. I appeared to appeal to her on an emotional level and then sold her out. And that hurt. And she so did much. that so good. Yes. Like, she did it so well. made her believe that, Hey, yes. we're the only two black girls. We got to make it to the end. And Dre's thinking in the head now that Ika's really wants to go with me on a personal level, not on yes. the game. So it it definitely does hurt more when you feel that close to somebody. All right, let's let's take this next question. This question comes from Gina Parhar, who is my mom. Uh, she <laughs> said, "She said, who does she wants to know, Godfrey? Who do you want to be in the final two this season, and who do you think will be the actual final two this season?" Mm. Who? Right now, at this point, I'd like to see. Kevin and Ika in the final two battling it out just because they've played so different games. Kevin has almost transformed into me having no allies and having to do it kind of on his own, whereas Ika has done it having a lot of power. So I'd like to see the two of them sit next to each other. But if I had to be really realistic at this point with the triple still being kind of uncertain because things are changing every minute, I think... If I were a betting man, I'd say 
Trey and Dylan. Oh man, Trey and Dylan. <laughs> Brett, what will you do if it's like I'm Trey... having dreams, man? Like that that's what I'm foretelling right now. That's what I'm foreseeing in my dreams. The Messiah uh, has returned. Uh Godfrey says it's Trey and Dylan. Uh Brent, what are you gonna do if it's Trey and Dylan in the final two? Well, last year when it was Kelsey and the Pax Brothers, I famously came onto this podcast with a black hat and veiled like Gary when he had to go on slop. So uh, I, I, I will not do that because Dre's actually a uh, – she's a good player. I mean, she's not a great player, but she's an okay player. And she's been trying to play the game. She's not been floating along. She's backstab people, lying in the diary room, living it up a little bit, Give me a little bit of good DR. Yeah, Obviously, has. Dylan, I can – whatever girl by uh the the my nightmare would be like a dylan jackie final two or a dylan karen final two (laughs) or or even william like i can't stand william oh i like william william like oh and uh, can i please just like take 20 seconds and say that uh i also just tried to destroy her game earlier this week by by telling kevin that he's looking really bad right now because everyone thinks (laughs) that kevin is using william and, you know, Kevin decided to have a conversation with William. It was so funny watching the love struck William try to have a conversation with Kevin where Kevin said, you know, we're not a showman's just so you know. Yeah, you're in the friend zone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, William's like, well, I would never let myself love you. I would never go there. I know if I went there, I could easily fall for you. So yeah, I'm like, he's okay, so you're already yeah. there. He's like, in love, Godfrey. I you're agree. already there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's in love. It was really uh, awkward. And uh, William got mad because at one point somebody compared William to Peely and Kevin made, <laughs> Kevin made a face. And William got really, really offended by that, that, that Kevin wouldn't put him on the same level as Peely. Kevin tried to repair it by saying, you are on the same level as Peely. You're just different. But I don't think he's buying it. <laughs> oh man, poor William. I do feel oh, bad my for God. him because he is he he does love Kevin. He is in love. William needs to get his head back in the game. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? He's a big boy. It's so funny. All the straight people that I talk to, they're like, oh, I feel so bad for William. I'm the one gay guy on the panel, and I'm like, he's an idiot. I mean, like he knew what he was doing coming into the house, and good for Kevin for using his ass. Ugh, oh you know, so boy. To speak. Oh, man. Uh, well, speaking of love, uh, we have another question. Uh, this one is from a Love Tour Alex. Uh, love Tour Alex says, uh, Godfrey, you gave good love advice on uh, the love cast with Jordan in February. What advice would you give Demica since they seem to fight all the time? So uh, do you have any love advice for Dimitri and Ika? <laughs> Dimitri and Ika, man, I'd say Dimitri... You're dating a Jamaican girl. You got to remember, <laughs> she's always right. Give her the credit. First of all, the best piece of advice I would have given to, to Dimitri for his future with Ica is he should have used that veto. But <laughs> at this point, <laughs> like, man, Dimitri, like, hey, I, I, I don't know anything that's going to repair that, you know. Like, that veto has kind of put a dent in the relationship. But honestly, like I said, like, you know, you just got to, if you with a feisty girl like Aika, you, you got to let her feel like she's in control. She doesn't want you to be in control. Yeah. You got to make her feel like she's right all the time. And basically, you got to be a puppet. I'm sorry, guy. 
<laughs> All right. So there we go. Oh, and on that note, I should add just just to make sure that we're clear on everything. Um, you know, Dimitri got that prize. He got to take a ride in the uh, Toyota car yes. and pick a jury member to go with him. And that's important. Just it's a minor point, but he took he picked Cindy to go with him on this car ride. Oh, okay. And he can't talk about what happened in the car ride, but it's clear from what he has said and his actions in the house that Cindy basically told him that nobody really respects your game, that you're seen as Ika's little puppy dog. You're like her little soldier, her little worker. And obviously, and and she also intimated that he's maybe not that smart. And (laughs) he did not take kindly to that at all because from his point of view, he's been doing all the work in the house for him and Ika. Um, yeah, yeah, true. So, uh, he eventually had a conversation with Ika where he talked about his feelings about this and they, they eventually worked it out, but obviously Ika still found a way to make it about her, even though it really wasn't about her. It was about him. (laughs) And he, he, he was able to navigate that pretty well. And and I can almost imagine what Ika would say. She'd be like, yeah, Cindy's just salty. She's trying to come between us. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. Jealous. Yeah, why yeah. are you listening this, to her? It, it, this honestly yeah. was a useless thing, you know. Like, I think it would be more helpful when there's at least five people in the jury, because you could kind of get the sense of the jury climate, you know. Like, how are you gonna know from two people? Cindy pretty much gave her opinions that I don't respect your game, but that doesn't speak to everyone else who's gonna come into jury after this, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, I actually, I, I, I never liked when they have this one. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Godfrey. It should have been, I think, something at like maybe the final four or the final five. Uh, exactly, just because yeah. when you when you are in that jury house and there aren't a lot of people, and right now, yeah, there's those three. There's Bruno, there's Ned, and there's Cindy. But all three of them have the same perspective because, or a similar perspective because they were on the same, they were in the same alliance, they were on the same side of the house. When you have more people in there, it gives you a better sense. Okay, yeah. what is the collective? You know, what are what are the what is the jury generally thinking at this point when it was just you know when i was in the jury house with two people you know yeah it was two of us we had you know our own opinions but we didn't know anything but when you have five when you get the people coming in after that triple right yeah you get a better picture of okay what is the that's when you know everyone comes together you start talking about okay what do we think is going on that's kind of when the first uh sarah's playing the best game stuff that's kind of where that started to creep in was kind of when we had that group of five it didn't start until we had a larger group yeah yeah so uh so it is interesting that they chose to do this when they did but uh yeah i don't know i don't i feel like this you know dimitri there was a lot of i saw brent there was a lot of doubt from dimitri like he was almost kind of doubting himself so it was almost like this was a, a it was it was a hindrance to his game. Oh, a total hindrance to his game. Yeah, he was flying high after Absolutely. you know all these comp wins and everything, and him and Ika maybe surviving this week. But then yeah. Cindy just and now totally he's thinking, should I down. change my game? Should I reevaluate? Yeah. It has helped out a little bit because the it it sort of had this indirect effect because Karen and some other people saw that he was upset that him and Ika were fighting a little bit, and he was mad because he didn't want people to think that he was Ika's puppy dog. So now Karen's like. Well, this is good. We, you know, we, it's okay to keep Ika now because Dimitri's not going to be doing There's everything some friction that she, in there. That she oh. tells him. Even though I don't believe that for a second, and I can't believe Karen actually does that. You know, Dimitri's is going to not do what Ika says. I mean, she, he clearly is at that point. All right, uh, let's take a couple more questions. Uh, this one is from Jordan Chong. Jordan says, "How much of Ika being nuts is just for show, and how much is it that she's a mean girl?" Uh, Godfrey, what do you think about that question? You know Ika pretty well. 
Mm, how much is just for just for show yeah it really depends with what you consider mean you know like Aika has a really strong personality she says she's the type of person who says what she feels right away like all of us when we go through our day-to-day life you might come across get on the bus and you might have somebody pissing you off and some of us you know probably choose to hold it back and we don't say it right away that hey what the hell but Aika she just says what she feels you know and she's really an acquired taste you got to get used to her you got to know her for a couple of times and then you'll get to appreciate her bluntness and a brutal honesty but i can understand for somebody who hasn't really known her it might come across as mean but i've never really considered her to be a mean girl cuz once again i've seen a different side to her and some people might think she's mean and she probably is mean to those people so like yeah yeah if you get along with her and if you're good to her she's not going to be mean to you yeah but i if think if you're throwing shade if you're a little you know <laughs> she's going to be a bitch that's aika well the, that's what i like about Stay aika on is a that good aika side. yeah aika is a, she's a real person she's real she's just straight up with you if aika says something to you she's being genuine that's what i, I really appreciate about her and I think, you know, people are saying, you know, hey, is like a mean girl. Oh, she's so, you know, Karen saying on the episode, uh, you know, I, I was you're being vicious towards me and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, just and that is why Aika really took that to heart because she her intention is never to be vicious. No, it's like not. She's it, real it, and straight up, but it's never meant with malice or to upset somebody. It's just meant to get her point across. And so she can hash it out. Yeah, and I think you know we saw you know Ika, uh, you know Ika is a really deep down. Ika's a super kind person. I mean, you look at the episode, you know, when we talk when Ika's talking about her story of coming to Canada and how she's so thankful to be in this country and how Absolutely. you know you know she teared up when she got her citizenship and everything she's been through. And you'd you, never you, know that. Yeah, you'd never know that because she kind of hides it. I think behind you know a, a bit of a you know she hides that she doesn't want to show the world that. But I think that was a really really beautiful. Like it was my first episode. time seeing that too jordan like literally i had never known that story of hers until i saw it i was like wow like how come you never brought this up you right know? so i think that was uh that was a really beautiful moment i think on the episode tonight super touching and i think you know think back when you think of ika yeah is she gonna say what's on her mind sometimes yeah but i think deep down there is a you know a really kind and genuine person in there and we Ooh. did see that on the episode tonight so um just keep that in mind when you are watching it although uh <laughs> i i do think she just genuinely hates jackie i will say yeah i was gonna say yeah, she's she not she's, like she's, said, she's, if she's mean to you she's gonna yeah. if she hates you she'll be mean but that's yeah. because Jackie is extra to Ika. I mean, Jackie goes out of her way to antagonize Ika. Sometimes. Yeah, and we don't, and we don't see, and that's the thing with the edit is we haven't really seen some of the stuff that Jackie's been saying to Ika on, oh, on yeah. all of these episodes, right? So I think that's you know we're getting the perspective of oh, Ika's just so ruthless to Jackie. And it's yeah. like, well, you know, Jackie's been doing some stuff too. So everybody's not, You're not seeing you know, the root chorus. Yeah, yeah, there Definitely. is some back and forth. And I feel like even Karen sometimes takes pleasure in antagonizing Ika because she oh, knows 100%. the reaction she's going to get. Yeah. 100%. And, and Karen, the thing that – Karen, I was, I was watching this episode with my mom, and I was just like – you know, we were both just looking at each other when Karen's like, Ika, you are so mean. And just some of the words you use, I'm like, Karen, you know what? Maybe <laughs> I can get it, but you know what? 
you can't be saying that. I'm sorry. Based on some of the things you've been saying, like it's like it's either, pick one or the other. Pick one or the other. It's either she's mean or she's not. Because yeah, you've been about yourself quite a bit to Kevin. So it's you know it's like I, I I'm fine with it. I'm fine with what I can say, and I'm Dropping fine with F-bombs. what you said. Yeah, like what she did. Yeah, to Kevin. but just own it. But just own it. Honestly, going yeah. like wow, who to deserve this? I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah, so just just own it, Karen. Just own it either way, and I'll be fine. I, I just don't like this in between mm-hmm. stuff. I just really don't like that. Um, all right, let's take. Uh, let's see. Let's take one more question. Uh, this question was: Is Dre? This is from uh, Vanessa Mack. She says: Is Dre currently still in the best position in the house? Well, based on what Brent just said, I don't think so. So, uh, who do we think is in the best position in this house right now? Uh, I, I because I I, I mean. I don't really know. I guess maybe, is it Dylan Brent? What do you think? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe Karen. Is Karen in the best position in the house right now? It's so weird. I just don't know where everybody's head is at. I don't know where Ike and Demetrius are. Are they going to honor their deal with Kevin? So is, by extension, William safe? Uh, I you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, we have to say, I think we might have to say knows. Karen because is there, Godfrey, is there any scenario where Karen goes up on the block tomorrow in that triple? Like, I can't really think Ooh, of one. I think maybe it's really like as, a re- as a replacement, really but it's super unlikely. Yeah. I, don't think she's, I don't think anyone's going to put her up. And I think also, too, when she gets down to Final Five, people are still going to say, oh, look, that's just Karen. We'll keep her around. I think, no, I, I think there's a way for her to go up on the block because, you know, you're, you don't want to piss people off who, who may win a comp later on. So I feel like she might go up in the third spot, especially if Dylan goes up on the block. Okay. And I'm not even certain he will. But if Dylan goes up, I, think, I feel like Karen will definitely go up. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we will see. Go home, though. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I worry. Who's going to vote to save her, though? If yeah. if Dylan is on the Absolutely. block, no one. Yeah, probably not a lot of people are going to vote to save her. And uh, I feel oh, like it it's only a takes waste one for me to evict Karen. Honestly, there's if only three people there, voting. Like, wow. Like, is this what I'm going to do with my vote? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for listening to uh, this edition of the Happy Hour. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any uh, suggestions for hashtags in the chat oh, room. I have, the, I have the hashtag. You have it. Okay, Brent. I have it, I have it set. <laughs> what is it? Uh, because it's in reference to this conversation about uh, – you know, when, when uh, Demetrius and Ika were talking about what Cindy had said to Demetrius and how Ika got all upset that he was listening to, to her, Ika said, I have been thinking of you this whole game, Demetrius, when you were gone, and you decide to go listen to Stupid with an S. Oh, no. <laughs> so it has to be hashtag, especially oh, with Godfrey boy. on the podcast, it has to be hashtag stupid with an S. Uh, I don't know if we really Come want on, to do that I'm hashtag. Yeah. All right, if you I'm like not me. doing that hashtag. I'm not All doing right, that they, hashtag. They, I know they can't support it because they're alumni, but if you love me, you can use I've already hashtag. gotten a lot of hate mail <laughs> for throwing shade at Cindy. You know? Oh, it's okay. You guys, I feel you guys like if I hashtag that, I'm getting death threats after this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and Godfrey, let's clear up the air here because you've no honestly. I'm I'm literally on my third strike. Like, if I tweet (laughs) one more thing about Cindy, I might get a hitman to try and kill me. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, See, they all love it in the head. I, it's okay. Uh, I understand. You well, pick something else. Okay. Well, well, God, why don't, why don't we just do that? Hashtag hitman. Uh, I think that works. Uh, if there's a hitman coming after Godfrey, after some of his tweets. I mean, Godfrey, is, I, I've read some of your tweets. I mean, I think you're just, you're just joking. You're not. You're playful. Serious. He's yeah, playful. Like you're having banter, you know, like yes. I'm not out there trying to like actually like saying, oh, this person's a horrible person. Like I'm literally just joking around, you know, getting retweets. Like, if I think about something funny, like, one tweet I sent out, like, it was not even that bad. I just said, you know when they had the people laughing? <laughs> like, during the competition, the veto comp? And I was like, how did production manage to get the families to laugh and get this audio? They master showed them Cindy's game. <laughs> not even meant to be mean. Like, I could have said the same thing about anybody Any else. Any of the vets. You know? I was just like, right. what? gets more laughs here so like yeah it, it's really like people take stuff seriously that oh, i even man. got like hate mail for saying something about bruno and i'm like bruno's my boy why would i try to <laughs> like why would i be hating right but he's not perfect literally anybody yeah i think the only person i don't get hate from tweeting about is jackie <laughs> That's <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, poor Jackie, poor Jackie. Well, uh, Godfrey, yeah. thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, this is no my problem. last season of doing the happy hour. And I don't know if I've told you that, but uh, oh, you're so, retired. Man. I'm retiring, man. Yeah. yeah. So this is the last time we're having you on the podcast, man. It's so sad, but, but uh, you can come back with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Godfrey, podcast. you can come back with them. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll figure oh, something absolutely. out, maybe. Yeah, so um, when, message me on Twitter, man. I'll, I'll definitely be down. Yeah, so you guys, the listeners will still get Godfrey. I just won't. Uh, you know, Godfrey, we'll have to do our own private podcast. I'll just call you, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll just we'll have to talk BB uh, some more. Uh, but anyway, you can follow Godfrey on Twitter. He's uh, at the Lady Pleaser. Uh, he's definitely a good follow, especially if you want to see uh, some of these some of these tweets <laughs> that he's talking about that he's getting a hit put on him. You for. want to see your favorite house guest get roasted? <laughs> follow me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I probably so, said something about them. <laughs> yes, Godfrey. Godfrey doesn't hold back. It's very great. Uh, follow Brent on Twitter. He's at one lucky gay. You can follow me as well. I'm at Jordan Parhar. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow after the triple eviction. And just to let you guys know, uh, I have work tomorrow night, so I will not be able to watch the triple live on the East coast. I'll be have to watch the uh, West coast feed. So we will be live after the West coast feed of the triple eviction tomorrow. I know bad timing. I'm sorry. Uh, just that's how it worked with my schedule. So tomorrow at nine fifteen PM Pacific, twelve fifteen AM Eastern, we will be live. Uh, I will be with Alex, Taryn, and Melissa. We'll be breaking down the triple eviction, talking about all the implications of what happened, what's going to happen down the stretch, because we've got two weeks left, all that good stuff. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, uh, if you're in the Toronto area, you want to go to the uh, Rob is a Podcast live BB Can show. Your, our tickets still available for that. Uh, Rob is website.com slash Toronto BB Can. There's going to be some BB uh, Canada alumni there. Uh, Godfrey McGuiza might even be there. Who knows? Uh, we'll see what's going on. So, uh, so I, I know Sarah Hanlon's going to be there. So it should be a lot of fun. So if you are in the Toronto area, highly recommend you go to that and you check that out. Again, that's robiswebsite.com slash Toronto BB can. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the Happy Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. For God, Godfrey Manguiza and Brett Walgama, I'm Jordan Parhar. Hashtag Hitman. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace out.
The theme song of the reality TV Rehappy Hour is written and performed by Ryan Elder. Check out more of his work at ryaneldermusic.com.